Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hello, Team Embolden. Yesterday, I brought you an episode called Apparently, I'm Dramatic. And today we're going to do a bit of an extension on that subject. I want to share a story with you that happened to me last summer. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to yesterday's episode, I encourage you to circle back. For today, I want to dive into a little more how we label people dramatic and particularly why women get called dramatic over men. So I remember growing up and being a young kid and at different times in my life, through high school and college even, there were times where I would be called a drama queen or I would be told quit being dramatic or I would be accused of dramatizing a situation when somebody who didn't want to tell the truth was sort of trying to evade their part of the truth and was then deflecting onto me as if I was dramatizing the situation when really I was just sharing the truth that the other person was uncomfortable with sharing. So last summer, I was playing in a golf tournament that my company puts on every year. And after the golf tournament, everybody's pretty done with the day. Everyone's had a few drinks and everyone just sort of chills out and kind of collects themselves at the end of the day and just sort of socializes. So we were doing that. The golf day had ended. My husband and I were sitting talking with customers and we were really just sitting around having casual conversation. So when I say that we had a golf tournament for my company, I'm talking about my family business that I'm a part of in the oil and gas field. So we were sitting around having conversation and one of my customers was making a comment about his daughter who he said was brilliant, one of the smartest people he's ever met and she was highly educated. And then at the very end of the conversation, he said, but she's a drama queen. He then went on to tell me that his son is dumb as a box of rocks and essentially is just a grunt worker and is capable of not much more than that. Now, I found it really interesting because at this time in my life, I was really starting to test this theory that we have tags that we collect through our lives And as we attach them to ourselves, they really end up blocking us. So I was developing the six things written on most tags, which you guys are familiar with. Brand, size, origin, material, care instructions, and foreign language. So as I'm having this conversation with this customer, I'm realizing he's giving his kids so much credit for all of these amazing things, all these positive tags that he sees in his kids. And then at the very end of the conversation, he would sort of smack a negative tag in the end of it. So I decided that the coach in me would challenge him a little bit, that I would sort of push back on these theories he has about his kids. So I started asking questions about what he identifies as drama or dramatic. He went on to describe that dramatic to him was overly emotional, talking about something incessantly with a lot of inflection in your voice, and not being able to let a subject go. So he actually had a very clear definition of what dramatic is to him and why he was handing that label to his daughter. Now, at that very moment, it was like the universe delivered me the most perfect coaching opportunity to help confirm my message to this customer that drama queen isn't necessarily a tag that's only for women and that other people can be seen as dramatic in the way that he described it. So at that very moment, a young man walked in who worked for a service-based company in our industry. And he walks in and he just kind of starts uh, conversating. He just sort of dives in and starts complaining rather 
about the fact that he didn't get the hunting permit that he had applied for that season. And apparently it was some hunting permit that was really, really hard to get and you have to wait several years to get it. And apparently that was his year he was supposed to draw this tag. So the guys are kind of having a conversation and I'm sitting back sort of listening to this and he's being dramatic in, you know, nothing wrong with it, but he's really upset and really sharing about his struggle of feeling like it wasn't fair that he didn't pull this tag that year. So not with the intention of picking on him, I pointed out to my customer that this is a perfect example of how that tag isn't necessarily female or male, but how we only give it to females. And when men show up with a problem, we don't treat them like they are dramatic. Now, the young man who entered into the conversation was clearly a little bit flustered about what I was talking about and was asking questions and really wanted to know like why I was sort of turning the conversation towards him. So the uncomfortable piece about coaching sometimes is you kind of have to show up and swallow your stuff and really put something out there that you know might upset somebody. So I very matter-of-factly told him what we were talking about, explained to him what I do, and shared with him simply the point that I was trying to make. Now, it's really interesting because men are not used to being called dramatic, and it was very apparent as soon as I explained myself that he was not only offended, but also quite defensive that I would be attaching a tag as dramatic to him, as if I was saying it in a negative way. This is what I like to call an emotional injury. Sometimes within us, there is some kind of injury that we have suffered in our lives that causes us to sort of rise up and get defensive when somebody says something to us that doesn't necessarily land well. So my intention was not to tag this person with a negative, but rather to bring up a point that we can talk about things and be passionate about things and we can be an emotional thinker and feeler without being labeled as a negative or feeling like we can label someone else who is like us, but we aren't willing to wear that same label. Now, as I wrap around this story, I want you to remember that what I started with was getting my customer to peel off the tag from his daughter of being a drama queen. My intention in this entire coaching conversation was about getting him to see that that label isn't necessarily accurate or fair, and that the way that he defined it can also be found in men around him so that he is able to drop this stigma that women are drama queens or that women are dramatic because that's kind of where we started. So now the conversation has shifted to this young man who's walked in the room who I have clearly offended and he is visually defensive. He then says to me, you're just pissed off because that glass ceiling is sitting on your forehead. Now, if you are listening to this episode and you are in the corporate space, your chin just hit the floor at what he said to me. But this is actually quite common in an industry like oil and gas, where it's fairly male dominant and perhaps this young man's company hadn't had some soft skills development teaching within their company. So I had a couple of options. The first choice I had was, do I let this land on me or do I let it hit the wall behind me? Because if I had received that comment from this man, I would have lost complete authority in coming back with a productive coaching conversation. To buy myself just a moment of time, I said, hmm, tell me more about that. 
which is a question that my coach and mentor Ed Beard taught me a long time ago to save yourself a few moments to think through how you're going to respond to someone before you just fire at the hip. This young man responded to me in a very dismissive way, saying that I shouldn't worry about it and I wouldn't understand anyway. So I decided that I would ask a few more questions that would sort of set him up to continue to be dismissive and disrespectful towards me. And the reason I did that is I really wanted my message to land when I was able to come around with authority and complete the thought that I had started with, which is that drama isn't necessarily a bad thing and it isn't necessarily a female or male thing. Now, for those of you who are listening who do not know what a glass ceiling is, it is an unofficially acknowledged barrier to advancement in a profession, especially affecting women and members of minorities. So when he had finished digging himself a deep enough hole, I simply picked up my cell phone and I said, Hey Siri, what is a glass ceiling? Now it took a snap second to have this person who had just been super dismissive of me looking like he had seen a ghost and wanting to find a door to exit the conversation. Now, the reason this worked so well, remember, is that I didn't give up my authority. I did not let his comment land on me in the first place, the way that he let my comment land on him and ping an emotional injury inside of him. I simply asked more questions and let him dig down into the depths of what he thinks about this subject. And then I simply asked Siri the question. Now, Siri delivered the answer to all of us, and all of the men around us started hammering this guy about what he had just said to me, and I stopped the conversation. Immediately, this young man jumped in and tried to backpedal. He started apologizing profusely and really felt badly about what he had said. It didn't even occur to him that I would have the ability and the authority to come back with conversation that would challenge his narrative. Now, I told him that he didn't owe me an apology and that I wasn't offended by his comment because I realized it was coming from a place of defensiveness and asked him if he was ready to receive my message about how we can label people as dramatic when really we are just having a conversation about our struggle. Not only did we wrap up the conversation with this young man learning a very valuable lesson and really acknowledging what I was trying to deliver in my messaging, But we also had a customer who was very set in his ways that women are drama queens. And because I was able to hold my authority without conflict, he saw that I was not a drama queen. However, if I hadn't handled myself the way that I did, it's possible that my own emotional injury would have risen up and shown up as dramatic as I tried to navigate through a high conflict conversation about tags. So I was able to prove to that customer a valuable lesson that he can take with him as he continues to tag or not tag the people that are in his life. I hope you've enjoyed this message today, and I hope that with whatever tag someone is handing you today, that you are able to hold your authority, that you are able to not let that tag land on you, and that you are able to diffuse conflict conversations like this one by simply asking the right questions and not attaching the wrong tag. I look forward to connecting with you tomorrow.